today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back to the Bill Kelly Show. 980 CFPL London, 900 CHML Hamilton. Oh, yeah, you all know the chorus. You can all sing along the lyrics to this one. Uh, that iconic rock song and the album from which it came, of course, is 50 years old. Well, starting next month, of course. And uh, for the last 50 years, I'm sure, uh, just around this time of year, the end of May, end of June, depending on which year which Siskin you're in, it's the end of the school year. And that song gets played to death. And uh, uh, our next guest is well, one of the co-writers of that song. Uh, who was rose to stardom with uh, the band Alice Cooper, of course, and was there right from the beginning. Uh, Dennis Dunaway is a founding member and, of course, the original bass guitarist with Alice Cooper. And he joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about the song and uh, and a little history about one of the great rock and roll bands of all time. Uh, Dennis, a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me, Bill. This is uh, this is a real pleasure for me. I was a big fan of the band, of course, uh, uh, back in the day. The music lives on. First and foremost, I'm going to ask you kind of a generic question, if I could. Uh, with all the success that you had, when you guys did this song, uh, and, and of course you're proud of it, you'll put this out there, did you envision that 50 years later it was going to still have the same impact and the, and the same popularity? No, never. <laughs> we were, I mean, uh, that would be our dream, but back then we didn't think, uh, I mean, here we are. Kids still know it. Young kids still yeah. know it. And, and uh, we didn't anticipate it being uh, that popular. I, I mean, a lot of the guys from your era that I've talked to that were just breaking in in that era, uh, it seems the consensus seems to be, yeah, we're just having some fun. We figure this will be around for two or three years, and, you know, that'll, that'll be it. Uh, and you're still kicking, still rocking, and still making noise, and people are still loving it. Yeah, right. That's right. Uh, having a lot of fun doing it. And I never get tired of playing that song either. <laughs> well, neither do I. I. Well, we just before the break, we went to I'm 18 and I love it, which uh, was my favorite song at the time. And then this one comes along. Uh, there's a whole th- bunch of stuff here that I want to get into in a limited amount of time. Because you and, and Vince have been friends for a long, long time. Uh, your first band, of course, uh, were the Earwigs, which I guess was kind of a satirical uh, takeoff of the, uh, the Beatles, who were around the same time when you guys started up. Uh, but you've always had a, a, a different twist, a different approach to, to rock and roll. You know, you, you've got a sense of humor about this. I mean, you, you took your job seriously, but it sounds like you guys were just having an awful lot of fun. Uh, well, the, it was all fun behind the scenes, but we delivered it with a kind of a sinister attitude. And yeah. that gave it a whole different twist. Well, and, and but that's part of the mystic, the mystic of, of, of what happened with Alice Cooper, though. I mean, you guys were, you know, the forerunners of, of an awful lot of forms of music uh, that we've taken for granted. Uh, heavy metal uh, uh, and, and so many other elements of, of the way the music was presented, Dennis. But the other element, too, uh, that I was interested in was was... Your band, Alice Cooper, was one of the bands that I think is credited for putting uh, theatrics into the music. I mean, you didn't just stand up there and, and play the songs. Thank you very much. Here's another one of our hits. Uh, you, you, got put, you put a lot of work into your shows on, all the time. Well, Alice and I decided to start a band when we were in art class. And I was in, I was, all I cared about was art. And I thought, well, if I'm going to do music, then I want to incorporate art into it. So that's how it started. And our very first uh, show that we did was a a high school dance uh, for Halloween. And we had a guillotine, we had spider webs, we had coffins and, and that kind of, uh, we had so much fun doing that, that it kind of uh, hung on for to this day, really. So, I mean, after that one show, it was like, Hey, Hey, that went over pretty well. I think, you know, we, this could work for us. Uh, exactly. Even though we were pretty much the only ones in the school that thought we had any kind of a future. 
Well, apparently somebody else did, and, and, and you know, it's been incredible. Uh, I got to ask you too, because the the producer of some of the great records you guys put out uh, was a Canadian uh, who has uh, had a great record uh, of success with all sorts of other bands as well. How did you guys hook up with Bob Esmonds? Uh, we were actually interested in getting Jack Richardson, who produced the Guess Who. He, yeah, he's uh, done some pretty good work. <laughs> oh, he's iconic, uh, uh, not only in Canada, but in America, too. But um, so we wanted Jack Richardson, but he didn't want to have anything to do with these guys, you know. <laughs> and so uh, and so he sent Bob Ezrin to New York City to to listen to us. So. So that he could say, okay, we listened to you and we're going to pass, uh, hopefully to stop all of our phone calls harassing uh, Jack Richardson. <laughs> and Bob was just the kid. He had never produced a record, but he went back to, to Jack Richardson and said, uh, guess what? I like him. <laughs> and, and Jack said, well, if you like him so much, you produce him. <laughs> and, 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 you it, know, uh, I'm, I'm 18, broke out of Windsor, Canada. Yeah, CKLW. Yeah. Rosalie Tremblay, who made so many people stars and famous. She had an ear for music. I, I, I had the pleasure of working with Rosalie uh, later in her career. Boy, the story she used to tell. Well, you you know about them, Dennis, because you were in them. Well, you know, I never met her until in more recent years. I was in Arizona, and she was staying at the same hotel. Well, I was in the I was in the bar because I couldn't find a place to get any food. So I ended up trying to order some bar food. And a guy came over and said, oh, uh, you're Dennis Dunaway. My mother is Rosalie Trombley, and she's over there and like to uh, know if you'd like to have a drink with us. And so we had these giant martinis. And she told me the story about I said, so I how what what did you like about I'm 18? She said the lyrics. As soon as I heard the first verse, I knew it was a hit. Well, and that's what attracted me to it. I mean, I, I think I was a little more over 18 uh, when the song came out, but it just, it resonated with so many people. I mean, I was still in high school uh, back in those days, and it was like, you know, that's me. That's my life. Yeah, that's the way I'm feeling about stuff. And that's that's the whole thing about music and art, I guess, really, isn't it, Dennis, to make that connection? Uh, right. And that was actually, uh, we had talked to some record company people because at that point, uh, we had had two albums that didn't, that barely made the charts. And so for a band to get a third uh, chance, you know, we talked to some A&R guys and said, so what's the, you know, what is the record buying age? Who, who should we target? And they said, 18-year-old, somebody that's still living at home that has money in their pocket to buy records, that's who buy re buys records. We're, we can relate to that. We're writing a song for them. <laughs> <laughs> little things can make a record or break a record, and just little ideas. And, and one of the things that stood out for me, I still remember the first time I heard Schools Out, uh, were the kids cheering at the end, because uh, that just kind of brought it home. You know, that's what this is all about. And that's what I, I think every kid's ever graduated at the end of the school year knows the lyrics of this song because they're cheering at the end of the school year, too. Uh, that was that was a classic moment and a classic idea to really to put that element right at the end of the song. It really kind of brought it home, didn't it? Well, it all had to do with that excitement after that final bell rings and you have the summer off, you know, and and uh, we figured, well, you know, that's an excitement that you can relate to when you're still in school or long after you're out of school. You can still remember that that's final school bell. And and you felt like cheering. You probably did, actually. 
Oh, yeah. Time and time again. Well, uh, Bob Esmond, of course, as we mentioned, uh, from Toronto, who produced uh, that album and that record, uh, obviously thought it was a pretty good idea because when he was working with Pink Floyd a little bit later on, another brick in the wall, he figured, you know what? Kids in the song works. I've, it's happened for me before. So I've, you, you were a trendsetter in that regard, Dennis. Right. Actually, Bob's son sang on both of those songs. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I love these little anecdotes here because there's so much of the of the part of the history, uh, and it, it really kind of set you guys off. And and you 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 were leaders in in that genre, really. I mean, there's a lot of copycats that came after that, which, uh, you know, with the, the the well, some call it glam rock, and that kind of evolved from what you guys were doing on stage too. Uh, it, it's really a tribute to you guys that that so many people followed in that same uh, motif and started to to imitate you guys. And some took it off in different levels, of course, but it started with with Alice Cooper, didn't it? Well, not really. You know, artists artists all take their influences. We took the Yardbirds and, you know, and uh, Hendrix burning his guitar, Pete Townsend smashing his. I, I just saw The Who, and, and that was an exciting show just a couple nights ago. But, but back then, and Little Richard, you know, so we, t- we took those ideas of theatrics, but we took it a step further because we wanted to use theatrical props and theatrical lighting. So that's how it works. And then other people see us and, and we might be part of their influence and they draw from other things that they like. And, and that's how art keeps evolving. So what are you up to these days? I mean, you're still involved. You're still playing music, I hope. Well, Blue Coop, our band with the oh, Joe yeah. and Albert Richard, uh, who... Uh, formerly a Blue Oyster Cult, so they had their own iconic songs, uh, Don't Fear the Reaper, Burning for You. Great and, song, yeah. Uh, many others. Uh, uh, we're working on a DVD, which we will be releasing as soon as uh, we can get all of the songs mixed. It will also have a bonus CD, and that'll be uh, released through Ingram Entertainment. Uh, so we're working on that. We've got this uh, tour coming up uh, uh six six nights six shows in six nights six different towns and uh we're having a blast but basically i've been writing a lot of new songs which is uh very satisfying because i wrote when i wrote my book uh, snakes guillotines electric chairs my adventures in the alice cooper group it uh I was typing for years, typing, typing, and my bass is going, hey, what about me? Well, now my bass <laughs> is getting all of that attention again, and I'm very happy. I got my calluses are all really good and I and lots of new songs, which is always uh, exciting. Um, so so basically, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm getting out a little bit more, but basically, I've been home writing songs and uh uh, you know, working with uh, other musicians that uh, are great. I'll be sitting in well, for Ian Hunter's birthday party. Uh, Ian Hunter's band uh, will be doing a show for Ian's birthday. I think Ian will be in the audience because his ears, uh, ear ringing issues. Uh, but it's an amazing band, and I'll be seated, sitting in with them for a couple of songs. Well, listen, we've all been sitting around in the basement for the last two years, so it's going to be nice to get out and hear some great music. That, and, of course, you're going to be right up there supplying it. Dennis, I, I guess happy anniversary is in order uh, with the 50th anniversary of the album. Uh, it's so glad to hear that you're still having fun making music, and thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Oh, thank you very much, Bill.
Take care. Dennis Dunaway, founding member and original bass guitarist uh, and, of course, co-writer of some of the great hits with Alice Cooper, celebrating their 50th anniversary for Schools Out. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.